Introducing Bluehost Cloud, ultra-fast WordPress hosting with 100% uptime. Want a website with unmatched power, speed, and control? Of course you do. And now you can have all three with Bluehost Cloud, the new web hosting plan from Bluehost. With 100% uptime and incredibly speedy load times, your WordPress websites will be dependable and lightning fast on a global scale. Plus, your sites can handle even the biggest traffic spikes without going down or lagging. And with Bluehost Cloud, you get 24-7 WordPress priority support, meaning you're connected to WordPress experts anytime you need them. Not to mention, you automatically get daily backups and world-class security. So, what are you waiting for? Get Bluehost Cloud today by visiting bluehost.com. That's bluehost.com. So, Leslie, did you know that the typical household spends 1500 bucks a year on energy bills? And if you're writing checks this weekend, you sure do know. But Uncle Sam can help you shave up to 450 bucks off your energy costs. So gather up your energy bills and hit moneypit.com. Click on Ideas and Tips, then click Estimators and Calculators, and use the Energy Star Home Energy Yardstick to save some bucks on your house. And for answers to any home improvement or home repair questions, give us a call right now, 888-MONEY-PIT. If your roof starts to leak or your floor's really squeak, you live in a money pit, money pit. If your basement needs a pump or your place looks like a dump, you live in a money pit, money pit. Pick up the telephone, fix up your home sweet home, I'm calling Coast and floorboard to shingles. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. The number is 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. For your answers to your home improvement questions, for the solutions for your do-it-yourself dilemmas, if you want to build something, you don't know where to begin, you want to hire a contractor, you want to know what to ask the pro, you're thinking about doing a kitchen, wondering if you can make over what you have, or perhaps you want to gut it and start anew. You know, there are lots of different ways to tackle home improvement projects, some small, some big. Leslie, you were just telling me you were working on your bathroom, and you've got a lot of options to choose from. Yeah, you know, we're trying to do some things to the bathroom without completely gutting it, because you all know we've only got one, so what do you do when you just hate the way it looks? We're trying to do a minimal amount of work to give a big impact, and you know, there's lots of options out there from just changing fixtures to changing tile to changing paint colors, so we're looking into it, and hopefully I'll be loving it before long. So call us about your options, one eight 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 money pit Coming up this hour, you know, we always get an annual checkup, right? We go to the doctor, we get a physical, but why not make sure your house gets one too? You know, your house can get sick. They're just like human beings, but the quicker you <laughs> spot a problem, the easier it is to deal with. So this hour, we're going to give you a checkup checklist for the health of your house. Also this hour, if you're thinking of installing a new floor and you want to mimic the look and texture of natural materials, such as a hardwood or a stone, or ceramic, vinyl flooring offers you a wide array of designs and colors to choose from. So we're going to tell you what you need to know before you go shopping. And we're going to talk about routers. Yes, they can be one of the most useful DIY tools that you own, but they can be intimidating. Many people are afraid to buy them because they don't know where to start, where to begin, which end to hold. Or which direction to use them in. <laughs> That's right. They actually can be a very, very useful product. We're going to give you some tips and techniques from an expert on how to use a router around your house. Yeah, and with a router, you can make cheapo MDF look like fantastic 
products. So really, you can make some nice things with that router. And you can make a pile of sawdust, which is a good reason for us to give away a vacuum this hour. Yeah, that's right. One caller we choose this hour is going to win a Eureka vacuum worth 130 bucks. So call in your home repair, your home improvement question right now at 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Let's go to the phones. Stephen Delaware's got some black spots on the siding. Tell us about what you see. Uh, yes, I found out I have these black spots on the siding, and I understand it's being caused by a fungus in my mulch. And I was wondering, uh, how do I get that off? Uh, yeah, that's artillery fungus, and it's really, really, really hard to get off of siding. What kind of siding do you have? Vinyl siding. Yeah, it's vinyl yeah, siding. Yeah, you know, it, it really embeds itself and makes a permanent stain in vinyl siding. You can try a TSP solution and brush it very carefully over the siding and see if it will uh, release itself. Um, but it's very difficult. i got to tell you, it's a tough problem. As far as that mulch is concerned, if you use the ground-up mulch, it tends to happen more than if you use the bark. So okay. you want to avoid using the ground mulch and use the bark chips, and the bark chips don't doesn't uh, won't allow the artillery fungus to fester. And you need to be careful too, Steve, because it's been known to jump to cars. So if you've got your cars close to the garden as well, you want to make sure that that you're not getting any of those spots on the car as well. Yeah, that's exactly what happened. I noticed on the <laughs> house, and then it was on actually on the car window and the car itself. That came off fairly easy because it, it just happened. Right. Yeah, that's it if you get on it real quick. But, you, yeah, change the mulch out, and I think that you won't have the problem again. Steve, thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEY-PIT. Deborah in Louisiana's got flooring on her to-do list. What can we help you with? I live in a trailer, a very old trailer, and somebody went in there and they tried to fix the floor because the central heating and air is gone. Okay. And they put uh, they, tore, they tore the carpet out, and they put some tar paper down, and then they rolled out. I guess you call it a sheet linoleum. Okay. They nailed it down at the sides with quarter rounds, and where it didn't meet, they put <laughs> that like that stripping that you put like in the doorway that All right. wide metal pieces. So now that the holes that they supposedly patched, like where the vents were, are pushing through, and the linoleum is all tore up because the boards won't level. What is the easiest way for me to fix it? And carpet is not an option. Well, that sounds like a complete disaster, Deborah. Yeah. <laughs> Let, let's give you uh, some suggestions here. I think that this is an excellent application for a laminate floor because a laminate floor is going to be inexpensive. It's an easy do-it-yourself project with a minimal number of tools that are required. All of the different uh, laminate floor tiles, whether they're strips or tiles, lock together. And it offers a more rigidity than yes. a vinyl product, which will give you a, an easier to go over the existing surface. You're not going to get bowing or bouncing or any sort of problems where any of those conditions are right now. Yeah, it's, it's much more forgiving to a bad floor. It's much stiffer and it's harder. And, and if the floor is a bit uneven, uh, it can go right on top of that. So we'd suggest that, you, uh, that you'd use that product on the replacement of your floor. Deborah, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit. We're going out to Virginia where Yasmin listens on WJFK and you've got an HVAC question. What's going on in your house? Um, I've got a 20, uh, almost a 20-year-old um, townhouse and uh, need to prioritize between whether I want to change my HVAC or windows or um, get new carpeting. It's a 20-year-old townhouse. Are the windows part of your maintenance responsibility? Uh, yeah, I mean, all of it is my responsibility. Oh, it's like a, like, a, uh, like a Capitol Hill kind of a townhouse as opposed to like a condominium townhouse. Yeah, yeah, okay, it is. Okay, I get it. 
Um, so your, your decision point is whether or not you do windows or the uh, heating system? Yeah. I mean, do I want it to look pretty or do I want to be comfortable <laughs> and warm this winter? So The carpeting is a creature comfort issue, so we're not going to stand in the way of that. But in terms of the energy efficiency, are you better off changing your furnace or your windows? That's actually a very interesting question. What's the best payback on that? You said your furnace is 20 years old. Um, it's probably an average efficiency furnace, which is probably in the 80% efficient range. It's a gas furnace, Yasmin? Yes, it is. Okay. And furnaces generally have, what, a 30-year lifespan? Well, no, not necessarily. 20, 25 years, maybe average. Um, do you have it serviced every year? Um, no. I've, um, I've bought the um, townhouse about four years ago. and uh, It's never been serviced? The only time I've called them in is when it wasn't working. So I don't no, no, no. Uh, that's you know a mis- what, Yasmin, that's a mistake. what you should do, you know, you pay your heating provider. You pay them to deliver your energy source. You can also sign up for a maintenance package, which, believe me, if something goes wrong, it's going to save you a ton of money. We have our local company here for 250 bucks a year. They come in the spring. They come in the fall. They service the furnace. They check it all out. They make sure all the parts are working efficiently and then they also sort of keep ahead of any sort of problem that might happen so definitely get it serviced because the cost alone of having somebody to come and visit and then do the repair you could be saving thousands what i want to protect you against is is having this furnace break down in the middle of the winter and then you have two unexpected repairs i'm leaning towards having you do the windows but i want to make sure your furnace is in good working order so you have to get it serviced not only for safety reasons but also yasmin for efficiency reasons because if you don't service it it's going to burn inefficiently and that's going to use more gas or more oil. And then lastly, you want to make sure, absolutely positively sure, that you don't have a cracked heat exchanger. That's the core component of the furnace that if it cracks, it could be dangerous to use because it could let carbon monoxide leak into the house air. The only way to do that is to have a pro look at it and have them examine your heat exchanger. It's part of a standard service call to make sure your heat exchanger isn't cracked. So if 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 you have a pro look at your heating system and it turns out that it's just a straight service call, needs some maintenance and you're good to go, that's the first thing you should do. The second thing is let's talk about those windows. On this townhouse, you have uh, two walls or three walls? You have a front and a back? Is it uh, between other buildings? Um, I've got, actually, I'm going to add here, and I've got three walls. You have three walls. All right. I think putting in replacement windows is a good idea. Um, that's probably going to give you the best return on investment. And secondly, this year and this year only, you can get qualify for an energy tax credit as well. So you can actually get some money back on your on your taxes. If you, you don't have to do all the windows at once. You could choose to do, for example, the north windows or the east windows first, followed by the south windows, because those are going to give you the greatest energy loss in the wintertime. But you definitely should think about installing replacement windows. You want an Energy Star qualified window with low-E glass, insulated low-E glass. And I think once you do that, you'll see a very significant change in the indoor climate in your house. It's going to be a lot warmer. So what do you do when it's a rainy day? And I mean it's raining on the inside of your house. You keep that magical phone number that you can use anytime, 24 hours a day, 7 days a week, 365 days a year to get the answer to your home improvement question. It's 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Yes, if we're not in the studio when you call, we will call you back the next time we are. So we are always available and accessible to answer your home improvement questions. So would you like to stay in your current home as long as you possibly yes, can? Yes, please, because I can't afford another. Not too many of us can. Well, you know, 90% of Americans tell AARP they definitely want to stay in their home as long as they possibly can. So coming up next, we're going to tell you what to do to make sure your home sweet home can remain your home for many, many years to come. Did you know that the air inside your home can be up to 100 times more polluted than the air outside? No matter how clean you keep your home, 
It's littered with harmful contaminants like viruses, bacteria, and mold, pet dander, dust, and pollen. Contaminants that cause illness and make allergies and asthma much more severe. Thankfully, there's a way to make your home healthy. The April Air Electronic Air Cleaner. Using the best air cleaning technology available, April Air is the only whole home air cleaner that effectively removes harmful contaminants, even viruses, from the air your family breathes. And that makes your whole home a comfortable, healthy place to be. Your family deserves the best, so why not give them the best? Make your whole home healthier with the April Air Electronic Air Cleaner. April Air. Fresh ideas for indoor air. I want to keep my home for as long as I can because there are a lot of memories here. I read a little bit about making my house more comfortable and wanted to make my mom's house safer too. AARP told me about making mom's bedroom door wider and taping down her floor rugs. And I added handrails to our staircases. It was all simple and inexpensive thanks to AARP's tips. Now our homes fit our lifestyles and are ready for years to come. To bring comfort, safety, and a future to any home, visit us online at aarp.org slash universal home. Some people try to fix everything themselves. What you doing, Dad? Ah, here, bud. Hold this wrench, will you? Wow. When you've got drain problems, it's time to call the Roto-Rooter professionals. Roto-Rooter technicians arrive on time, give you an accurate cost estimate up front, and they do the job right the first time, guaranteed. So the next time you have a stopped-up drain, you know who to call. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name, and away go trouble down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Table saw. 18-volt drill driver. 8-piece combo kit. You don't have to just wish you had the power tools you really want. With RYOBI, you can actually afford them. RYOBI power tools. Professional features, affordable prices. And they sound really good, too. RYOBI. Exclusively at the Home Depot. Hello, this is Gary Sinise. The men and women in our military are on the front lines defending our freedom. They are working very hard to bring stability to some very dangerous places and to help make this a much safer world for all of us. But we can't take our heroes for granted. Americans everywhere are joining together to send an important message to those who proudly serve. For your service and sacrifice, your patriotism and devotion, America supports you. Visit americasupportsyou.mil and thank the troops for your freedom. AARP is proud to sponsor the Money Pit. Visit www.aarp.org slash universal home to learn more about making your home more functional and comfortable for years to come. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, making good homes better. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. one 888 888-666-3974. Leslie, let's go to the doctor. All right. Well, you take care of yourself. You go for that physical. Why not take care of your home? It's not only going to keep you safer and more comfortable, it's going to help keep up that house's value, which is very important. And it's going to allow you to stay in that house for as long as you can. Here are some tips to help you do just that from the folks at AARP. 
First off, make sure all of your toilets are securely bolted to the floor and not leaking. You know, very small leaks in the toilet can end up causing major rot problems under the floor. Ah, what a big mess. You want to make sure you inspect for termites, ants, and any other pests around the house, including rodents. You know, if you see droppings, that's a good sign. With termites, you might see something that looks like a powder dusty trail on a wall. That's not dirt. That's where they're living. So look for those things. Also, do a roof inspection regularly. Now you can call a licensed professional to do it for you, or you can grab a pair of binoculars, head outside, and do a very careful scan of all of those surface areas of your roof. (laughs) See any missing shingles? See any broken, bent, flashing? Call a pro and get it fixed before a leak occurs. Yeah, and you also want to make sure you inspect your gutters and your downspouts and clean them regularly. And there's actually folks out there who offer yearly contracts. They'll come quarterly and clean out your gutters. So if you don't feel good about getting up on that ladder, don't do it. Let somebody else do it. But it's very important to make sure they're clean. And also have a professional inspect your heating and cooling system annually and hire a pro to check your chimney and the flues of any wood-burning fireplaces and stoves and clean them if it's necessary. And buy a carbon monoxide detector, install it, and use it. Finally, make sure all interior and exterior handrails are secure. If you want more information and a checklist on how to make sure your home stays healthy, you can go to the website for AARP. It's at aarp.org slash universal home. That's aarp.org forward slash universal home. And while you're poking around your house doing any of these repairs, you're bound to make a mess in some way, shape, or form. So we've got a great prize this hour. One caller we choose is going to win the Eureka Uno vacuum. It's worth 130 bucks. It features a power paw brush, which allows the vacuum to clean both vertically and horizontally. It's going to help you save a lot of time and get a lot of vacuuming work done quickly and efficiently. So call in your home repair question right now at 888. <laughs> I did it again. I haven't done four eights in what, almost three years? now it's three eights folks eight 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 money pit eight 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 six 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 three nine seven four leslie who's next cameron in indiana you're on the line what's going on in your house well uh my my uh, it sounds like a bad situation he, well he laughs <laughs> where do i start <laughs> well my the corner of my bathroom kind of looks like the titanic it's sinking all right. Is this near the tub? Uh, yeah, as a matter of fact. Yeah, I bet it's water damage, huh, from sloppy shower taking. And I just I just don't know where to start. I mean, All right, can you get under the room, Cameron? There's a there's a crawl space I can I can stick my head and maybe my shoulders in outside. So what what you're going to need to do if you can't really work on it too much from below, it sounds like it's a tight space to get into. Um, I've seen this defect many, many times. It usually happens near the bathtub because that's where you're getting out and dripping wet and the water just over the years just rots that area of the floor out. Uh, what kind of floor surface is it? Is it a tile floor? What do you got? It's uh, laminate over, over, I think it's three-quarter inch plywood. So what you're going to need to do is replace the floor. There's no easy way to fix this, but if it's that rotted, you're going to have to pull the fixtures out and basically pull off the laminate, which you won't be able to replace, but fortunately it's just a small area. And then once you expose that plywood... So pull up the tub and everything? No, no, not the tub. You leave the tub. You just pull the toilet and the sink out. You're going to floor up to and against the tub. But once you get that laminate off, you're going to be able to see the rotted area of the plywood. And what you want to do is cut a piece of plywood that's bigger than the rotted area and make sure that it's supported properly by going from floor joist to floor joist. Should you double check that there's no damage to any of the joists below and well, reinforce Well, once you take anything? up the rot, yeah, that's a good point. Once you take up the rot, you'll be able to look at those floor joists and be now working from the top side of it. If you find out that any of the floor joists is rotted, you can slip a new beam next to it, just working from the top, sort of secure it and bolt it to the other one and then put the plywood down and level it all out with the plywood first and then 
you can put some new laminate floor on. The laminate floor, by the way, is pretty easy to install. It all locks together quite quite simply. So that's the only way to repair this at this point. I was going to say that if you could get into the crawl space, sometimes it's possible to get down below and sort of beef up that rotted area by putting some blocking in from below. But if you can't even get in there, then you're going to have to work on it from the top down. Now, I know Michigan gets cold winters, but Tara has a unique problem. You have icicles inside of the house? Correct. Um, okay. Where? How? But it looks so pretty at the holidays. <laughs> no, not inside there, not. We put okay. new home in 95, and we noticed that... New home, old during, home? Um, no, we bought it in 95. It was only two years old, so it was built in 93. Okay. So, I mean, now it's older, but at the time it wasn't, and... The corners kept getting wet in all the rooms, only the corners, not the whole length of the wall. And we noticed when it got really, really cold and the wind was blowing that we would actually have frost and icicles. Mm. And we've had numerous builders out here, and um, they would give us suggestions, and nothing has worked, and that's going on over 10 years. Have you ever removed the wall board in the areas where this problem exists to see what the wall construction is like below it? Um no. Uh, let me give you a suggestion. I, I think that you ought to have an energy auditor come in because what I think is happening here is that you've got some uh, voided areas of insulation and they can use an infrared camera that basically looks like a video camera, but it portrays the, the temperature difference across the wall. And I suspect that the areas where you are having all of this moisture problem is are probably areas that are not um, properly insulated. Therefore, you get a lot of um, moisture, a lot of warm, moist air from the house that strikes the cold section of that wall causes the condensation, which of course is so cold it actually freezes and frosts up. And I think if you get, I think it's an insulation problem, um, Tara, and then if you get to the bottom of it, it's going to involve re repairing or replacing the insulation. It may not involve tearing open your walls, by the way. It might be just a matter of doing some blown-in insulation. Okay. And an energy audit, can you get that done by your energy provider or do you have to contact somebody independently? The first, that's a good question. The first place to start is with your utility company because utility companies have to offer energy efficiency programs usually as part of their mandate. They actually um, uh, have services to teach you how to use less of their product. How about that? You know. Well, so if you, nice. can get an, yeah, if you can get an energy auditor to come in there and, and check that place out, the more thorough the better. I think you're going to find that that's the solution here, Tara. Thanks so much for calling us at 888-MONEYPIT. Faith from New York, you're on the line. How can we help? Oh, thank you. This is such a great service you're providing. Thank you. Um, I have a rac uh, I don't have a raccoon problem. I, I, I did. It came through the chimney. And, uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, it was a lot of fun. Uh, and I had the, the previous owner never uh, had caps put on. Okay. And I, I, uh, the fellow I called uh, kind of wired it up. I, I really don't think that's enough. I should probably... Um, well, the caps are an easy improvement. Uh, my question was, I have louvers on either end of the attic. Now, what protective measures from the inside should I use? Well, if the raccoons haven't come in through the louvers, then, you know, I don't think there's anything that you need to do. You don't want to, like, put, like, chicken wire up or something of that nature. Generally, they do come in the attic through the through a chimney, or they can come in through the soffits, and, and it's kind of a matter of just finding where they come in and then fixing it. If you ever have one that gets in your house, I'll tell you to put screening in as a one-way door so that they can go out, but they can't come back in. But generally, you don't have to reinforce gable vents, even though that screening seems kind of flimsy, unless you really have a problem. It's just not necessary. No, I just, uh, <clears throat> he came down the uh, chimney. 
And I bet he made a big mess. No, no, not really. I heard this little scratching. I'm concerned about whether that wire mesh is enough. Should I uh, eventually get a cap? Oh, I think so. The caps are inexpensive. They're easy to do. They're easy to install as well. So next time you're getting your chimney cleaned, just have them put the caps right on. It'll be a very quick and easy solution that'll prevent just about anything from getting in. Thanks so much for calling us at one eight 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 Money Pit. All right, folks, when you hear the word router, do you think of a big, gnarly power tool that only professionals use? Well, it might sound scary, but a router is actually not difficult to learn to use and actually can enhance many of the home improvement projects that you do around your house. We're going to give you some project ideas and router tips after this. You live in a money pit. This portion of the Money Pit is brought to you by April Air, makers of professionally installed high-efficiency air cleaners. For more information, go to AprilAir.com. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. Welcome back to the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. What are you doing? What are you working on? Call us right now. 1-888-MONEYPIT. 888-666-3974. Have you ever bought a tool just because you had a place on the pegboard to kind of stick it? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's the kind of people that are listening to this show. Call us with your home improvement questions. Because it looks cool and you know you'll find a use for it someday. Absolutely. (laughs) You know, you get a pegboard, then you got to fill it up. (laughs) Call us right now with your home improvement questions. Your do-it-yourself dilemmas one. 888 money pit. Speaking of tools, you know, we talk a lot about power saws, circular saws, drills. We've talked a lot about the OnePlus line from Ryobi of 18-volt tools that are all interchangeable. Let's talk about a tool now that's one that you may not have in your workshop, but one that's very, very versatile. You know, it's a router. It can be one of the most versatile DIY tools that you own, but most people still feel that's a little too complicated and that they're intimidated by them. So what is a router anyway, and how do you use it? Well, joining us to tell us that and highlight some of the router features and projects is Jason Swanson. He's the Director of Product Development for Ryobi. Welcome. Thank you. So Jason, um, is the router the uh, sort of the black sheep of the power tool family? I think so. Like you, like you just mentioned, uh, people are intimidated by it. I'm, I'm not quite sure why. Maybe it's the 25,000 RPMs that it spins at. Well, you know what it is also, if you're not using a router guide, and say you're just sort of going along the edge, or maybe you're plunge cutting somewhere in the middle and you're using the router, if you don't really hold on right, it can tend to want to run away from you. And that is what I think most people are fearful of, because if you make a mistake, you're really making a mistake with that. Right. And certainly you don't want to make a mistake in, uh, say, oak, which can be very expensive. So, Jason, let's talk uh, first for the folks that aren't familiar with what a router is and what it does. Uh, in, In simplest terms, it's it's a shaft that runs off a motor. At the end of the shaft, there's a place called a collet, which secures what we call often is a router bit, and we always term them as cutter heads as well. Basically, it's the device that actually uh, makes the shape, or what we term in, in router terms is a profile. Or decorative edge. I think a lot of people sometimes get intimidated. When you look at the router casing, the bit casing, there'll be sort of a profile of what your cut edge is going to look like. And generally, when you order a countertop or a cabinet edge, you get basically a choice of several router bits. So that OG edge, which is so costly, is really a router bit, and you could do yourself on a lot of lumber. 
Yeah, really. And, and, and OG, OG sounds really highly technical, and it's really the... Uh, yeah, and you've seen it. Everyone that's listening to this program has seen it a million times. And you know it costs the $5 extra per linear foot when you buy countertop. Yeah, exactly. It's that, it's that rounded over indented edge that's on like every countertop in America. That's right. But it's so pretty. The other ones that are probably popular are, um, are the roundovers. Um, people always think of having their kid's playground or their deck, well, everybody has those sharp edges. and You want to get rid of those slivers, so you usually can take a roundover bit and knock that edge right off. Well, and I think what's so useful about the router as well is, especially if it comes to cutting circles, it's so easy to create a jig for your router, you know, out of Luan or, or even purchase a pre-made jig that you can cut interesting shapes and really you can make your own fluting. There's so many things that you can do to be more cost-effective than actually buying decorative trim with a router, right? Oh, absolutely, yeah. If you talk to a lot of the, the people, especially along the East East Coast, they do these remodeling projects in older homes that have these specialized trim and casings, well, you can't buy those traditionally in most stores. So what you can do is is look at these profiles on these bits and use a combination of one or two to really create your own custom trim work. Well, you know, Jason, besides the custom trim work, I mean, my router is an indoor and an outdoor power tool for me. I use it on decks and fencing. For example, if you're building a deck and you run the deck boards over the edge, then you cut them straight. You can run a router down the edge of that very, very simply and put a nice, safe, rounded edge so that nobody gets splinters on it. Absolutely. Plus, uh, if you're trying to keep up or get in front of the Joneses, You've got yourself a little extra detail. <laughs> and you know what, Jason, the funniest thing is that working on the shows that I work on on TLC, we're dealing with very limited budgets, and it's so simple to build something out of MDF and then take your router and add a decorative edge of some sort to whatever furniture item you've just built, and it goes from looking like a $30 piece of MDF to a $100 cabinet. Absolutely. And, and another application is if you're putting these shelves on the wall, uh, there's a keyhole bit which allows you to put your shelving straight up against the wall versus having some uh, of these alligator clips that leaving, leave them hanging off the wall. Now, Jason, if you're just getting started with this, I understand that Ryobi has a starter kit that has pretty much everything you need in it. Tell me about that. Uh, it's really a, a combination of, of your starter router bits, the roundovers, the chamfer bits, the straight bits, the V-grooves along with an instructional video on how to get started, how to safely use the product, and what you can expect to get out of it. Well, that's a great place to start. Jason Swanson from RYOBI Tools, thanks again for being with us. For more information, you can visit their website at RYOBITools.com. That's R-Y-O-B-I Tools.com. All right, folks, if the home improvement project on your list is repairing or replacing some flooring, you might want to think about installing a new floor that mimics the look and texture of natural materials such as hardwood or stone or ceramic. Well, vinyl flooring is a great option, and it offers you the widest array of designs and colors in any one flooring category, plus it's easy to clean. We're going to tell you more next. Failed to complete the do-it-yourself plumbing repair or don't have the time to even try it? Well, let the trained pros at Roto-Rooter bail you out. Whether you have a clogged drain or a plumbing problem, Roto-Rooter is the answer for your home's piping system. You'll receive great service from a company that's been trusted and recommended since 1935. For local service, call Roto-Rooter at 800-942-ROTO or schedule online at rotorooter.com. Roto-Rooter, that's the name, and away go troubles down the drain. Not all services are available at all offices. Over the course of 50 years, you could have three children. You could buy nine cars. You could take 66 vacations. You could own seven pets. And you could need only one roof. 
provided you invest in a metal roof. Metal roofing is investment-grade roofing because it pays you back over time. It stands up to rain, hail, high winds, and wildfires, and is built to endure for decades. Plus, metal roofing is available in all kinds of beautiful colors and styles. To learn more about investment-grade roofing, visit MetalRoofing.com and see how, over time, a metal roof can save you enough money to pay for a lot of those vacations. Did you know that many home insurance companies offer lower premiums for homes with metal roofing? It's one more reason to consider durable and beautiful investment-grade metal roofing. For details or to find a contractor in your area, log on to MetalRoofing.com. Mold is in your house. Chances are it's breeding behind your walls. In fact, it's been estimated that 70% of all homes could have mold in their wall cavities, particularly when moisture is present. Fortunately, there's an ingenious new way to fight the problem. You see, until now, drywall had paper on both sides, and mold eats paper, which is why more people are insisting on a new paperless drywall called Dens Armor from Georgia Pacific. Unlike conventional paper face drywall, Dens Armor has glass mat facings on both sides, and no paper on the surface means one less place for mold to get started. It's that simple and that revolutionary. If you are building or remodeling, stop feeding mold by using Dens Armor. To find out more, go to stopfeedingmold.com or ask about it at your local building supply retailer. Somewhere, a guy is tossing his golf clubs into the water. But you, you'd rather build, say, a burled maple coffee table. RYOBI Woodworking Tools let you do it. RYOBI gives you the power and precision you need to succeed at prices that help you get going. Of course, there's still some equipment involved, but it's power tools. And you don't have to wear those funny clothes to use them. RYOBI Power Tools. Professional features, affordable prices. RYOBI, exclusively at the Home Depot. That's just beautiful. So AARP has a series of tips for homeowners who want to improve their homes, make them safer and more comfortable. And I found these tips on their website, aarp.org slash universal home. In the bathroom alone, I widened the door, installed brighter light bulbs, and put non-slip surfacing on the floor tiles. Instead of wishing my house had improvements, I'm making them. To bring comfort, safety, and a future to any home, visit us online at aarp.org slash universal home. portion of the Money Pit is being sponsored by Metal Roofing Alliance. We call metal roofing investment grade roofing because in your lifetime, a metal roof will save you money and add value to your home. To find a Metal Roofing Alliance contractor or to learn more about investment grade roofing, visit www.metalroofing.com. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, making good homes better. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. 1-888-MONEYPIT, 888-666-3974. From coast to coast, to the cracks on your front sidewalk, to your (laughs) semi-level back deck. If you've got a Money Pit, you're in exactly the right place. We can make it better. Call us right now. Give us a chance. 888-666-3974. 
All right, so flooring is on your to-do list, and you're in the market for a new floor? Well, the expert at Armstrong Flooring say that vinyl sheet is one of the best buys in flooring compared to other floor coverings, that is. Well, vinyl, it's also very comfortable compared to any other hard surface flooring that you're going to put down. It's easier to stand on for longer periods of time because we're all doing lots of work in the house and standing on our feet. It's more forgiving when you drop glasses or any other objects on the floor, and vinyl's cushy construction is actually toddler-friendly for things that go bumping and fallen when your kids go down. It's actually easier on elderly joints as well. Good to know. You know, vinyl also requires very little maintenance. It's pretty much less than any other flooring category because it's water resistant. It doesn't absorb liquids, so it's suitable for any room in the it's house, especially. Stain resistant. Yeah, it's stain resistant. It works great in bathrooms. It works in kitchens. It also has fewer seams than vinyl tile, and in fact, fewer seams than just about any other type of flooring, perhaps except for carpet. And that means that there are fewer places for water or for dirt to accumulate. It can also be installed anywhere, including below grade areas like basements. I was just working on a story about uh, mold and how to keep mold out of your house. And guess what I said, Leslie? Don't, don't put, put carpet in basements. Don't put carpet in the basement. Every time we talk about basement flooring, you, you hit a sore spot with me. I know. I rub it in because you had a, <laughs> an unfortunate incident where your basement flooded and carpet got my sticky wet. And now you no longer have it. You have a smarter Arr. product. You have laminate. <laughs> Vinyl or laminate, great products for basements. And, you know, the vinyl products come in 6 or 12-foot wide sheets. So they can create a basically a very uniform-looking installation. Now, if you need more information on all the types of vinyls and the options, there is a great resource. It's online at the website for the Armstrong Flooring Company at armstrong.com. Simply click on the Complete Guide to Flooring at armstrong.com. Well, that's a great tip, and if you like that one, we've got plenty more for you. In fact, in our next Money Pit e-newsletter, you can find out how to get rid of all kinds of stains on everything from furniture to floors, so you know you've got a stain somewhere in the house you can't get out, so wait till next week, and we'll tell you how. If you're not a subscriber, well, why the heck not? It's free. Sign up right now at moneypit.com, and you'll get yours next Friday. Well, now back to the phones and your home improvement and home repair questions. And remember, one caller we choose this hour is going to win the Eureka Uno. It's an upright vacuum that tackles all surfaces of the home, not just floors. And the Uno's Power Paw is going to allow you to take vacuuming vertical. That's right, extreme vacuuming. We call it the Power Paw because they think it's more friendly for pets, right? <laughs> They're still going to bark at it My no dog's still going to freak out whenever I turn on the vacuum. <laughs> it's so funny. Matter. I think they think it's going to eat them. I have no idea. I want to know what's going on in Daisy's head every time that vacuum comes out. Perhaps. Well, you'll be able to clean up after those pets, whether they are on the floor or on the rise of the treads with uh, the Eureka vacuum, but we're going to give it away to one caller, but you got to call to win. one 888 Pit 888-666-3974. Call us right now with your home improvement question. You'll be thrown in the Money Pit hard hat, and you could win the Eureka vacuum worth 130 bucks. Leslie, who's next? Matt in Texas, what are you working on? Uh, believe it or not, uh, plumbing. All right. How can we help you? What the deal is, we've got our house is uh, a little over 50 years old. We're remodeling a bathroom, going down to the stud. I mean, everything. And uh, there have already been several patches on the copper lines that run under the slab all along the hot water. And so we're going to run the new PEX pipe up in the attic. And the plumber recommended just moving the hot line. And I'm wondering how common slab leaks are with copper pipe just on your cold water side. Well, I think the rule of thumb is that once it's opened up, I would replace both you pipes. You do everything while you've got yeah, that thing open. I wouldn't do just one. I mean, that's kind of penny-wise and pound-foolish. That sounds kind of what I was thinking. Yeah, yeah. The plumber's just guaranteeing himself a job in a couple of years, that's all. <laughs> <laughs> Matt, thanks so much for calling us at 888 Money Pit.
John in North Carolina, you're on next, and it seems like you have a big mess going on in your bathroom. What happened? Well, I had uh, some toilet bowl cleaner that uh, was sitting underneath uh, a laboratory in a cabinet, and it, it must have eaten through the bottom and slowly leaked out onto the surface of the cabinet. Yuck. And um, I didn't realize it. And once I noticed it, I cleaned it up real good, wiped it off and scrubbed it out, and then dried it out and put towels back under there. And what happened was the towels started absorbing it. They just disintegrated. And That must have been some that, really strong hinges, toilet cleaner you had there. Uh, all, the, all the hinges rusted completely out. Okay. And the, and the chrome drainage, you know, the little chrome S-trap right. turned green. Okay. Whoa, that's a big mess. So the only thing I figured, it must be now in the wood. And instead of tearing out the whole cabinet, I thought, well, there's got to be something else I could do. How is the cabinet finished? Is it painted or is it stained? The bottom floor of the cabinet it was painted, but that stuff sort of cause the paint. Right, well, what I would do is this. Um, I would open the cabinet up, clear everything out, and sand that whole surface, bottom surface. And then not I would, just knock out the bottom and add a whole new bottom piece? If it's all rotted, yeah, but if it's no, sandable... No, it's not rotted. It's, it's, it looks pretty good, I mean, right. but yet it's got something it's clean. in well, sand the wood it. that is coming out, some kind of vapors or fumes or something that's causing the... Well, we got to get this neutralized, John. Okay, so I want you to sand it as best you can, and then I want you to use an oil-based primer and prime this, the bottom surface of that cabinet with at least a couple of coats. That's going to give you a neutral surface. It'll seal in whatever's in that material underneath. Put one more coat of finish paint on top of the primer, and then you'll be good to go. You can start putting this thing back together, replace the trap, replace the hinges, replace anything else that was damaged by this, and uh, maybe switch brands on the toilet pull cleaner next time all right powerful stuff john thanks so much for calling us at 888 money pit all right well a bad tile job has one listener on uneven ground we're going to help her figure out how to straighten things out next you live in a money pit This portion of the Money Pit was brought to you by RYOBI, manufacturer of professional feature power tools and accessories with an affordable price for the do-it-yourselfer. RYOBI Power Tools, pro features, affordable price. Available exclusively at The Home Depot. Now, here are Tom and Leslie. 888-666-3974. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Making good homes better. You can also log on to our website at moneypit.com where you can sign up for the free Money Pit e-newsletter, chock full of tips and advice, delivered free to your email inbox every single week. You can also sync and go our podcast if you miss the show. And if you're listening to us at some odd hour of the day, like 3 a.m., you can call us. Our phones are staffed live 24-7. We are always here to take your home improvement question, and we'll call you back the next time we are in the studio. Now you can also reach out to us via email by clicking on Ask Tom and Leslie at moneybit.com. Let's jump right to that email bag next. All right, this one's from Kay in Auburn, Illinois, who writes, We are preparing to lay ceramic tile in our kitchen. I'm assuming the floor. We okay. did some tiling at our son's house and used a type of board that was recommended to us, and it has since warped and caused some of the tiles to break loose. What type of board exactly should be used as an Underlayment. And also, is it necessary and or advisable to seal a ceramic floor? Hmm. 
If you're dealing with, I think, a raw ceramic that doesn't have like a glazed finish on it, then definitely some type of sealant should be put on it just so you don't have to deal with stains, I think. And also in terms of the tile backer, um, probably the best product out there right now is a product called Dens Shield, and it's made by Georgia Pacific. And what's neat about Dens Shield is it's mold proof. It has no organic materials in it, so mold cannot grow in it. It's a very sturdy, durable product. It's not going to warp or twist. So if you, I don't know what you used and what product you didn't mention, what product used that warped and caused tile to crack. But if you don't use a really good backer under that, it can twist, it can warp. And if it's not properly supported... Well, and also if you use a backer that holds a lot of moisture, then as it cures, it's going to twist and warp. So you want something that doesn't hold moisture at all, especially something like that. So make sure you use something like the Den Shield. It will really save you a lot of time in the long run. That's right. All right, who's next? All right, this is from Robert in Mill Valley, California, who writes, can you provide me with information about home dehumidifiers? Do you know of any home dehumidifiers that come with a dehumidifier condensation pump? Not necessarily a whole house dehumidifier, but a room dehumidifier for crawl spaces. Something affordable, please. Um, absolutely. Um, in fact, I just put in a portable dehumidifier in my basement because my basement is not controlled by an HVAC system where it would be part of what a whole house dehumidifier could offer me. So I put in a portable dehumidifier and a portable condensate pump, which was sold by the same dehumidifier company. And we routed the uh, the discharge line in that through the crawl space. It's helpful to have uh, small children. They can crawl through crawl spaces for you. <laughs> my 13-year-old son did that for me and we ran it outside. And so it, it runs continuously and there's no uh, pans that you have to empty. Oh, that's really good to know. And for those of you who don't have small children to put to work, you can always borrow one of Tom's. He's got three. We rent them cheap. <laughs> Do you like hot chocolate? Do you mm, like I hot love tea? cocoa. Do you like hot coffee? Do you know that you could have hot chocolate right out of the tap this winter? That That'd would be, be nice. just perfect. My kids would love that if we had a hot, if we had a hot chocolate faucet in our house. And you say <laughs> and marshmallows came out of it. It's all possible. Tell us in today's edition of Leslie's Last Word. Well, not exactly hot chocolate, but the means to make hot chocolate. Ah. You know, wouldn't it be nice to have hot water on I thought it sounded too good to tap. be true. Exactly. It's not as good as you think it is, but it's pretty darn good, folks. You can have hot water on tap anytime you like it. All you need is an instant hot water dispenser. It's simple to install. It keeps hot water handy for beverages and for cooking. It gets installed under the sink. It's available in a range of styles and colors, so it's going to match any kitchen style you've got out there in your homes. It's an inexpensive luxury, and it's one you're going to appreciate all year long. It's not just for instantly getting hot water in a mug and adding your cocoa mix, but you can also fill up that pasta pot and bring it to a rapid boil so quickly. So it's really a nice thing to have on hand. 888-666-3974. This is the Money Pit Home Improvement Radio Show, where we help make good homes better. Speaking of good homes, are you thinking about building your dream home? Well, don't leave that wooden structure bare, because next week we're going to tell you about a very energy-efficient, high-tech way to insulate that frame that will keep you warm and toasty in the winter and cool and comfortable in the summer. I'm Tom Kreitler. And I'm Leslie Segretti. Remember, you can do it yourself, but you don't have to do it alone. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.